The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Another edition of Battle Discussion. My name is Bert Baccarat, and I'm joined alongside the handsome-faced Schmitty. Schmitty, how are you today? Oh, Bert Baccarat, I have enjoyed your many, many musical hits over the decades. Oh, man, I couldn't watch Austin Powers without your beautiful soundtrack encouraging Mike Myers to engage in lovemaking. I just realized that was not his voice. I don't know what fucking voice I was doing. It doesn't matter. You're Burt Baccarat. I'm you can now do any voice Burt you want. Baccarat. Guys, again, Matt Johnson is not with us, but that's okay because he will be reading to you, serenading to you a lovely tale. He's going to spin a fine yarn, but we're still holding it down for our boy Matt. We're going to do what we can without Matt's sensual, soothing voice. It is very buttery. But he's going to be reading a comic book about Quicksilver. Yeah. I hope it's not quick. I hope it's not silver because I'm a vampire and that burns. No, it only burns when you pee in because you ate too much garlic. No, it's because I have chlamydia. Oh. Yeah. Stop having sex with some. What happened was I had chlamydia first and then became a vampire. So I'm just stuck with the clap. Continuous chlamydia. Continuous. And let me tell you about vampire clap. Woo. The discharge, it's blood. I tell you, back in my day when I was a professional wrestler and I was a bad guy, I'd get out there and you know how the good guy, they start clapping. They start mm. clapping those hands. The fans, they yep. start yep. clapping. They say, they, they, ah, 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 One of my ah, favorite ah. things to do was to tell the people to stop it because the clap is contagious. And, and they, they would. would. They, they would keep going, and it was contagious. It went everywhere, yeah. just like the real clap. Yeah, that's what happens. Everybody took penicillin that night. Yep, everybody uh, had to. I got to tell you, I actually stole that that's from, okay. from you. Not for professional wrestling purposes. For my boot camp classes, when I do burpees, I make everybody. I, I start doing this when I jump up. Yeah, you and then do the clap, and then everyone else starts doing it, and I go, "The clap is contagious," and I think of you, and it makes me smile. That's all. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Did you love love Falcon and Winter Soldier as much as I did? I uh, I did not. Well, then we are at odds with each other, my friend, because that was the greatest fucking thing ever. I don't know if it was because marijuana is legal now, so I could say this oh, without. So you're not even. Without, you're, not even, you're not even coming at me with like a sound mind. I will. I will, and I'll tell you this because ever, I, 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 you know what? Maybe you're right. Yeah, you were fucked up beyond bonkers. You were on I cocoa wasn't, beans. I wasn't cocoa beans. It wasn't that. It was. Hey, uh, guess what? Guess what? You ever watched the Saturday morning cartoons we used to watch? You ever watch them on weed? No, yeah, because we used to eat shitty-ass fucking loaded cereal with sugar. With sugar. 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 We, we got the sugar when we ate that cereal. Like, that, those cartoons sucked. What? But the fact that we were eating Lucky Charms or Fruit Loops with marshmallows made it great. No, no, that those episode, cartoons were great. That episode great. was the worst episode That episode was so fucking good. There about was what, so What was much... so great about it? What was great? What was so great about it? Baron Fucking Zemo is so awesome. What, his dance moves or lack thereof? Oh, his dance moves were so funny because that's exactly how I dance. I love everything they did with Baron Zemo in this. 
I thought it was wonderful. I loved everything, how they broke them out. It reminded – it didn't even feel like I was watching something Marvel. It felt like I was watching something a little Tarantino-ish. Uh, I mean, it's, that's not the right director I'm going with, but I felt like I was watching a Guy Ritchie film okay. at some point. Okay. Uh, and I, it felt, I feel you it, on and that. it felt so cool, and it was so original and so unique. I forgot I was watching Marvel until fucking uh, old What's-His-Nuts Wyatt Russell popped up. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was awesome. I loved, uh, I loved everything they did with Baron. I loved the scene at uh, uh, when we got uh, Agent – oh, God, what's her name? What's her name? The Sharon, blonde. Sharon Carter. Agent oh, 13. Carter. Yes, yes. Agent 13. It, it, you just were reminded – of how fucking bad of a bitch she is because she fucking iced, what, 12, 15 goons all by herself, hand-to-hand combat, paka, 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 anytime she got a gun. Dude, she was so bad fucking ass. I just, I See, thought it was is, great. You're, 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 you're misremembering. Miss? Must be a Mandela effect because she was not badass in the movies. She was like a background ancillary character who did fuck all of nothing. Yay, hey, you know what? She spent a lot of time in that city of, I almost said Madrid. What, fucking just, the fuck just is stealing it? art? Hey, that'll make you bad. Stealing art will make you a badass. She's been doing a lot of push-ups. She's been watching Taibo. You know what? At the same time, you could even argue that uh, that old that, that son of a bitch from Old Boy that ended up fucking his daughter. Sorry, I spoiled the movie for everybody. But uh, when he was locked up in that room for 20 years, punching a wall, and came out a complete badass, able to fuck anybody up like that, she did the same thing for the last two years. She was punching a wall, stealing art, and doing push-ups and a lot of squat thrusts. See, I, I, I think my main complaint with this is it, it carries the tone of Winter Soldier. Which is my favorite. Which, which, which is good. Yeah. But my complaint is the tone works in a movie setting. I don't think the tone works in a serial setting. Just like the tone works in a movie setting for James Bond. It's a spy thriller. The answers the, the the answers are given to you to these questions in a relatively uh I wouldn't say quick but coherent fashion. Whereas with this show, the question, where's the answer? I don't know, wait. Question, where's the answer? I don't know, wait. Question, where's the answer? I don't know, wait. Like who the fuck is that girl that Sharon Carter's with? What was that about? Will? Yeah? I disagree. Okay, I respect your opinion. You know, you just got to wait, Will. Everything will, all the dominoes will fall. Will they? Every, all the stars will align. Are they going to answer all those questions? I think so. We have three episodes left. I think all your questions will what be answered. What the fuck? Uh, okay, okay. The, the, uh, WandaVision, what was a rabbit about? Huh? Mr. Scratchy. I forgot about that rabbit. Uh, yeah, everybody else did. They didn't answer shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, WandaVision. Uh, why? Uh, why did? Uh, why did Vision have the Mind Stone even when he was out of the uh, the hex? That's a big one for me too, man. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. that one. That one I actually called out on the show too. Yeah, that's. I wasn't okay with that one. They I, really I don't feel that one. confident that they're going to answer all these questions that I have. Ah. And and then the ending. The ending. Yeah, I'm here for Zemo. That was her one line except for Umbambe. Umbambe. Who was that? 
Who even was that? I had to research it. Who that, was that woman? That wasn't Michonne. No, it was not. No. And it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. She was like I, the fourth person in, compa- in, in command of the fucking uh, Black Panthers I bodyguard was, squad. I was really excited when uh when she she I was like oh my god because I thought it was and then it you at, thought it was Okio I or did, you thought it I, was. Uh, I always I just say Michonne. It yeah. could have been Mishuri. No, yeah, that yeah, would yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. That would have. That would have. Yeah. Uh, it could have even then, been fucking Black Panther's mother. I don't know her name. It was after. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was after like, the it was fact. Like, it was, was like the like, goddamn shit. fifth or sixth person. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. After that, did bum me out because I was excited about that at first, and then I was like, oh, that's no one that I really I guarantee if you go back in the pantheon of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm pretty sure the only line of dialogue that actress has had is Umbambe. I guarantee it. I will eat a leather shoe if she has said more than that. Well, you should boil it to get the glue out. Exactly. And I will. No, no, no. That's not carpet. That's Bubba. (laughs) (laughs) He can't eat carpet, Daddy. Nah, you got to boil it. Soften up the glue. Oh, uh, Carl Bertanonaluski. <laughs> you are it's such a... It's Bertanonaluski. back in 72, and it kicked ass. Yeah, totally caught the feel of this girl. <laughs> Got this sweet butt buckle. I say the name of the song, and something happens to me. Head games. <laughs> Who set this thing to head games? <laughs> oh, no, Carl. It appears as though you have oh. double vision. God damn, that's such a good show. <laughs> I don't need no instructions to know how to rock. You do a good Carl. Yeah, well, how could you not? He's just Sipowitz. It's Sipowicz. really good. It's really good. I'm going to get Just an angrier Sipowitz. <laughs> an angrier Sipowitz. That's all that Carl Bertanonaluski is. It's, it's, it's pretty pretty. It's just a more pissed off. Beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful fucking thing. Just, uh, yeah. Oh, tangent, folks. Go watch uh, Aqua Teen Hunger yeah. Force, Aqua Teen Unit Patrol it. Squad. Well, what have you. It doesn't matter. Just go uh, watch it. It's beautiful. Indeed. Beautiful thing. Number one in the hood, G. Oh, so, uh, so are you uh, going forward with Falcon? Oh, going forward with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I 100% agree with you now. U.S. agent is the heel. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, he has to be. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, uh, speaking of this show, I am very, very hyped because uh, Hasbro, uh, kudos, they fuck up a lot with their distribution and the figures they make and the shit that they pull with all their brands. But they just released an image. It's a Haslab, or uh, not a Haslab, a Hasbro internet exclusive. They're making the U.S. agent action figure. Nice. It comes in the same box that the if, – if you watch the first episode when he's at the stadium and he's, like, with all the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look, there's so, there's a little kid and he hands, like, an action figure to him to sign. And he autographs it. They put his action figure in the exact same box. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, such a great attention to detail. Dude, so they're, they're, it's insane, the, the, the thing, the thing that bothers me with Hasbro is, like, they do such a good job with Marvel – but they just shit the bed with Star Wars over and over and over again. Uh, who does the the Black Series? It's Hasbro. It is Hasbro. It's all okay. Hasbro. Okay, yeah. I thought so. How they shit the bed with Star Wars? Just distribution. Oh, is that it? Oh, yeah. Like, you can't. Like, they just don't ship them the way they should. At all. They don't ship them like no. they used to. They do not. They do uh, not. Back on the show, I actually... Uh, 
I noticed on Twitter there was a trend of bashing uh, Wyatt Russell, not so much the character he's playing, but him himself. It seems as though people forget that there is a separation from the person and the character because everyone's a fucking idiot. Uh, take a look at the young man who played Joffrey uh, from Game of Thrones. He actually had to step away from acting completely due to the amount of bullying that he got playing as King Joffrey. Same thing happened with uh, Ramsey Bolton uh, from, uh, from Game of Thrones. Uh, and everybody is attacking Wyatt Russell right now. Like, you're not Captain America. Fuck you. Go kill yourself. The same stuff they did to Gina. Uh, and it's it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, Wyatt Russell being a Russell, being a real man's man, it lets just water rolling off his back. But at the same time, like, guys, chill the fuck out. The point is, is that, yeah, he's not Captain America. It's Watch it. it. Let is, it play it's, out. It, it's fucking make-believe. Maybe she's born with it. It <laughs> no, that's Maybelline. Oh. Great makeup company. Great stuff. Makes my eyes pop when I put that eyeliner no, on. No, no, no. Can't use it. Animal cruelty. They had it coming, you know? The animals? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know? Well. They looked pretty before, you know? <laughs> we put the makeup on them. I look great. <laughs> Perfect 10. Uh, yeah, so everybody, chill. Yeah, fuck Chill. off, man. It's goddamn make-believe. And uh, if You know he... who pisses me? Goddamn E.T. That fucking extraterrestrial comes in here with his long fucking neck. Eats Kill- ours, Reese's. K- killing that poor kid. Getting him drunk. That fucking monster. I hope he dies. I hope E.T. dies. I hope he dies a terrible death. And I hope he says, ouch, over and over and ouch. over. Yeah, I hope he dies. Terrible, terrible death. Fucking giving that kid the... Uh, the false reality of flying in a bicycle? <laughs> that kid's never going to have that high again. Well, no, but, I mean, he grew up. He's fine. No, he's doing those shows on oh, Netflix. Is he? Yeah. Is he really? He sure is. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the actor that was Elliot? Yeah. Yeah, he's well, in— Well, I, I uh, guarantee that uh, Drew Barrymore's drug addiction came from that goddamn terrestrial from the extra universe. Hanging out with E.T. enough, you're oh, going to— Oh, he was a drunk! Where do you think Drew picked it up from? That's... Poor little— Barrymore. I think she got it from working with Stephen King. Hey, well, either way, you know, he's yeah. probably an alien too. Stephen King? Yeah. Of course he is. Have yeah, you seen his face? Beautiful mind. Doesn't just, think like the rest of us. That's like, all good. Just like Kurt Russell. Not Kurt Russell, Jesus Christ. Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. Uh, a funny story about Beautiful Mind. I remember back, that movie came out when I was in high school. And I remember going to, uh, we went on a bus trip with my football team. And for some fucking reason, they put that movie on the luxury bus as we were driving to Indiana. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. And all I remember, like, I don't remember the movie that well, but all I remember is Jennifer Connelly going to jerk him off. (laughs) Yeah. And he, like, shrugged her. She, like, shrugged her off. Yeah. And I remember just going, yeah, sucks when she turned, you turn, yeah, the guy turns you down, bitch. (laughs) And the whole bus laughed. And and I had no context of that scene at all. And then uh, as a fourteen year old boy, then the quarterback came by and started jerking you off. No, and you were he was, like, he "Yeah, was... Jennifer Conley, that's how you do it." No, he he was too big league for me. Oh, yeah, wasn't happening. No, he was. It's all good though. It's all good. So speaking of all good, you know, uh, you see the the trailer for this Space Jam. Come on, Angie. Hey, welcome to the- Did, like, well, how, do you remember the first Space Jam, or was that like, were you 
older and it wasn't a thing for you. So here's the thing about the first Space Jam is that, yeah, I did have that that mentality of, like, I'm too old for this, whatever. Okay. Uh, but it was, like, a year after Space Jam was out, I did watch it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best fucking movie. Uh, no, it's, it's pretty bad, but, like, no, bad, it's, 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 it's bad in a good way. Yeah. Like Wayne Knight, Bill Murray. Oh, Michael my God, Jack- dude. Jack- Bill Murray is yeah. awesome in it. Muggsy Bowes. Oh, Muggsy. Bo- I love Muggsy. Muggsy you know, my, you know my, my, uh, my affection for Muggsy. Oh, I love Muggsy Bogues. I you just want to swaddle him. Oh, he's so good. Swaddle him, scoop him up. Well, he was the beat he was the, him he was the leader milk. of the monsters. Huh? The, he was the, the the leader of the monsters. I forgot Danny DeVito. Yeah, did the voice of like the main the the manager of the monsters. Man, oh man, I tell you what, the one thing that I wish uh, was in this movie was Danny DeVito. Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't like. I know Don Cheadle's playing like the the order, new yeah the, yeah, the, 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 big the new bad. big bad yeah. But like, yeah, I guess, but. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah, now that you mention it. So how do you feel about the trailer? Um, I'm excited just because Looney Tunes characters are like getting put back in the the mainstream. Um, they've kind of been like it, it's sad. Like I asked my kids, they don't even know who Bugs Bunny is. Well, he's a demigod. Well, n- no, like they literally don't. Like they, who's this rabbit character? Like they don't do like. Like, Mickey and Disney, like, they do a good job of, like, introducing Mickey to young kids so they know who Mickey is and they grow up with Mickey. Warner Brothers has really dropped the ball. Like, kids don't know who Bugs is. Or... Does he pop up at the beginning of Warner Brothers movies still? No. Like, Where he, like, pops up and eats a carrot? No, not at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they show, the th- they show like, the uh, the actual studio lot. Yeah. And it has that weird wave yeah, going Yeah, like, through they it. have done nothing with Bugs as far as brand recognition. Like, it, it, the kids don't know. Like, uh, I, I, I started, like, this is how bad it is. Like, I fucking, I get HBO Max, you know. I did the free trial. I fucking love it. So I sign up. And I had a kid's account. And I went on the kid's account to put on the, the they made, like, new Looney Tunes shorts. They're good. They're great. Yeah. But I had to adjust the kid's setting to include teen so they could watch them because they're teen. They are teen. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. They were blocked. At first, they were blocked because I put, like, kid, I put, like, Y7, and they were blocked. I had to fucking readjust it to include teen to get the goddamn Looney Tunes shorts on for my kids, and they loved them. They loved them. Like, these characters are funny. Uh, how uh, uh, how do you feel about uh, – oh, I'm sorry. You wouldn't know this. Uh, I am a, I'm on Twitter. Okay, and there is a uh, a little bit of a backlash on there because people being who they are. Yeah, I uh, yo in the trailer they involve one of my favorite characters, Yosemite Sam. Yeah, and he shoots the ball, shoot the ball, and he shoots it with a gun. That's uh, totally fine. That's hashtag insane. insensitive. Hashtag gun control. Hashtag there's a shooting every week, which there is. Yeah, uh, I mean there is. No, I, there wasn't when Trump was in office, and I don't like Trump, but. Go back and look. When did when Trump was in office, did you hear a lot about shootings? For the past year, there wasn't. Yeah. Before that, there were. were there, there was there okay. was there was like two a week, man. All yeah. right, that's my ignorance. Uh, there was like two big ones a week. It, what you're thinking of is just the past year. Uh, I yeah. know it, everything. It, trust me, man. I'm the same way when it comes to my my uh, American memory, uh, where I'm like, oh my god, why are there all these shootings now? Is it because the Democrats in office? And I realized yeah. it was just the past year because there was literally fucking nothing open. Um. Everybody uh, now that things are opening up again, uh, people are losing their minds again. Uh, no, we've always shit's, lost shit's them, but... fucking pop, pop, pop. Everyone's popping off now. There's a shooting every week again, yeah. and it's it's kind of sad because it's like we we wanted normalcy back, 
we got it, but now yeah. it's a. I feel like I am taking a real dark turn here. Let's get back to this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I know I. I mean, but the, yeah, the there's there somebody was, Sam shit. It was in line. It, that's in line with Looney Tunes. Exactly, that's, but there's there was a Tunes. backlash to it. Of course, uh, there is. of there, course, there totally just like, is. Just like uh, um, I, there's one thing I want to touch on this. Yeah. That fucking floored me. Yeah. Okay. I understand Pepe Le Pew is a, is a problematic character. I know where you're going. Problematic character. Yep. I understand that. Yep. But apparently the scene that he was in was a scene where they called him out for his behavior. Like, when a girl says no, she means no. Check yourself. And they like the girl, the main character slaps him. I don't know who it was, but it was like a scene where they addressed it. Oh and, really? And they, they and they that still been, that would have been great. Yeah, they still decided to cut the scene. Ah, because it's problematic. I'm watching this trailer. And there's a fucking scene where they show the Goon Squad, which uh. is the new Monstars. And you know who like they fucking ready player one this shit. I was going to mention that too. Where you get fucking Iron Giant and you get Gandalf and you get like all the Warner Brothers. Literally every Liter- character yeah. in Warner Brothers. Exactly. So they kind of like uh, Ready Player One did slash Wreck It Ralph Breaks the Internet, where they just took all their properties. They're going to mash Lego it into movie. This shit. Yeah. Front row. Front fucking row. Front row. They put the Droogs. The Droogies. From fucking Clockwork Orange. Now, I love Clockwork Orange. It's a fantastic movie. Stanley Kubrick is a genius. But that scene is... There's a scene in the movie... Singing in the Rain. Where the Droogs... Yep. I'll never be able to listen to Singing in the Rain the same way after that scene. And that was the intent of the scene. Absolutely. They commit the R word. But they cut Pepe Le Pew from this movie because the R word culture. Yep. But they have legitimate R word perpetrators uh, just, in the fun fucking yeah, row. Yeah, they're full rapers. What? Yeah. Why the f- like what? No. Like this is the stupid like this is the the, the mental inadequacies of the fucking the hate like you hate Pepe Le Pew, but they put like how do you put that in a kids movie? I know. I know. I completely agree with you, man. I, 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 it was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Malcolm McDowell's in this. The drugs are in that. Wait a minute. What? Why? Why? And I just said right behind them is the eater of worlds, the eater of children, it, the clown. Pennywise is back there. He will eat you and your <sighs> child. Which is, I, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, So the... you're telling me Pepe Le Pew is like, okay. Don't put him in a featuring scene, but no. maybe put him in the crowd. Yeah. But no, you can't put a skunk character, a caricature of a skunk that finds a cat attractive because he thinks it's a skunk, but it's not. That's the joke. That's what's supposed to be amusing about it. Yes, he came on very strong, but that's the joke. He's a skunk. But Nobody they, wants they, to be around a skunk. They, well, you need Pepe Le Pew also because of, you could pick him up, you could grab him by the tail and go, and blow nauseous but gas have, at everybody. You have the droogies from Clockwork Orange. Well, a little Sitting bit of the, uh, front row, just waiting to break into someone's house. Looks like you need a little bit of the ultra violence over there. A little bit of the old in out, in out. <laughs> the old in out, in out. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Like, and, and get, I don't hate Clockwork Orange. It's probably one of, it's, I think it's my favorite Kubrick film. I uh, Shining. 
Uh, no, yeah, I, it's I would up I there. would take orange over shining personally. That's my personal taste. Really? Yeah. Well, the shining I think it's for me is because like the shining is actually my favorite movie. Yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, great it's movie. great. Um, but like, why is like why are you cutting this but putting that? It's just it's ridiculous. But on a lighter tone, considering the Looney Tunes and LeBron James looks great, dude. Well. Yeah, he's 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 awesome. He's, he's so king. good. And uh, if anybody watched the movie, and if you haven't, definitely check it out. It's uh, Amy Schumer's movie. Yeah, Trainwreck. Uh, Trainwreck. He was great in that with John Cena, dude. LeBron James Bill stole Hader. stole yeah. the show. He was great in that. He movie. was awesome. How come you never visit me when I was in Cleveland, man? <laughs> As Drew Carey said, Cleveland sucks. Ah, the mistake on the lake. You know. Um, but I'm just happy that Looney Tunes characters are starting to get some mainstream attention again. Yeah, it'll and I, I what I can't wait to look, like what I'm really looking forward to is all the airbrushed oversized hoodies that's going to have like the Tasmanian devil sagging yeah, with, with no, the backwards yeah, hat backwards on. Clothes on. Yeah. Yeah, you got to uh, have that. Our friend uh, Mike from Rochester with the 10 uh Tasmanian devil tattoos is going to be cool again. Uh, it I I never wasn't cool, Mike. I'm looking for <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to like Thug Tweety. Oh, like, so I, I'm all about that. Like uh, Bugs Bunny holding a big billfold of singles with a with a line of blow in front of him with on Lola's Lola Bunny's ass. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> I'm just looking forward to that merchandise coming out again. Well, it's been too of, long. Speaking too of, long. Speaking of merchandise, we're finally gonna get these characters, these iconic characters in Lego form. Who? The Looney Tunes characters. Oh! Oh, I thought we were moving to something else. No, these characters were finally... They're, speaking of the merchandise of Looney Tunes, we're getting them in Lego form. So there's, has there ever been Looney Tunes Legos? No, there has never been Looney so Tunes So this Legos. is new. This is brand new, first time oh, ever. I love it. Now, with Lego, Michael, you may not know this, but with Lego, they do uh, minifigures where they sell them individually. Yes. In little poly bags. These yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little it's blind like, bags. Little blind bags. And then you throw that out, and you fill it full of booger sugar, and you sell it to Bugs Bunny. That's what you do. Yep. So I've gotten my, my dexterity in my fingers have gotten very good between my lust for these minifigures and my children loving blind bags. I've gotten quite inept at, you know, feeling these bags and deciding this is what's in here. And I've gotten very good at what, it. What, is this like Dune where you reach your hand in the box and you can feel around? Yeah. No. it's a, they, they come in a bag. And you can feel the bag, and depending on what... Oh, the bag isn't clear? No, not at all. No, you're buying blind. Oh. You're buying uh. blind. So so you, you kind of get a list. Okay, this is what I'm feeling for to make sure that this is the figure I want. Because now these things are five bucks a piece. Five bucks a pop. They used to be two bucks, then one at three, then four, and now they're five bucks a pop. You should use this power and go to SeaWorld and put your hand on Shamu and talk to it. No. Like, like you're Spock. Oh, yeah, I can Vulcan mind meld. So this series, uh, we're getting twelve figures. Uh, we're getting uh, Babs Bunny. Nice. She's gonna come with a basketball. We're getting Bugs Bunny comes with a carrot. We're getting Wiley Coyote. He comes with an anvil. We're getting the Road Runner. He comes with a bowl of bird seed. We're getting Tweety Bird. He comes with a giant mallet. Hey, real quick, real quick. Yeah. I uh, as a kid, this is gonna sound weird, but you know how they would always pour the bird seed for Road yeah, Runner. Yeah. I don't know why, but that always looks so delicious to me. Oh, it was like it was. It reminded me of a uh, corn pops. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say corn pops. Yeah, Cor- yeah. That's what it, it looks like—a bowl of corn pops. Gotta have my pops. Uh, we get in Sylvester. He comes with a bat. 
We're getting Daffy Duck. He comes with a rabbit season sign. Thank <laughs> God we're getting Speedy Gonzalez with some wedges of cheese. Uh, Tasmanian Devil, he comes with a uh, turkey leg and a pie. Marvin the Martian coming with a gun. Um, Petunia Pig coming with a teapot and a teacup. And then final is Porky Pig with a That's All Folks sign. Oh, I can't wait for these to come out. Uh, they should probably be kind of pretty easy to figure out who you're going to get because they all have uh, separate head molds. So by feeling for the head, you can kind of decide, okay, this is Roadrunner, this is Taz, this is Sylvester, and whatnot. So, Wow. Yeah, I can't wait for those to come out. They look great. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really exciting. Uh, I had that. Uh, I have that one bow tie that was made by our friend Brickster. Yeah, I have one as well. Thanks yeah. to you. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, and I would very much like some new little guys to attach to it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Five bucks a piece. They look great. Oh, absolutely. I uh, since we're still in the middle of talking about movies here, uh, Bill Murray just recently had an interview. Where he was talking about Ghostbusters, talking about Ghostbusters two, he was talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I know you're a very big fan of Bill Murray. Yes, very much. so. I uh, did you uh, did you hear what he said about Afterlife? I have not. No, right, please so indulge we, me. So in November it's going to come out. Of course, it was supposed to come out last summer, but you know the world happened. I uh, Bill Murray actually said that Ghostbusters Afterlife it feels like the first movie where it's magical. Uh, it's bringing life to the Ghostbusters franchise. He feels like it could carry on for even more sequels as long as the same writers and same directors are involved. Um, he said that he was very happy with everything that he did in the movie. He had a chance to watch it. Uh, he laughed. He cried. He's really putting it over. And as you know with Bill Murray, Bill Murray isn't the type of person to do this shit. No. No, he doesn't. You don't put money in front of Bill Murray's face and say, go promote this. You know. No, he, he he goes to the beat of his own drum. God exactly. When Ghostbusters 2 came out, he was very much against it. I mean, for the for Pete's sake, they released a goddamn special about him on Netflix, and he wasn't even in it. I, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Bill fucking Murray, man. Yep. Uh, wouldn't even be in it for even a second. So Bill because, Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Murray said that uh, uh, Harold would have been very, very proud of this, this project. Um, but he kept comparing this one to the first movie well i think we talked a, a few months ago about um i i'm sorry i can't remember the name of the person who directed this movie i know ivan reitman he, ivan right ivan reitman i forgot directed the, the first name first and second one but uh, this film is being directed by his son yeah, yeah 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 and his son uh the director of ghostbusters afterlife said that they had a test screening with and he watched it with his dad who his directed dad is, the first and the second one is that and he was in tears yeah and he was so proud. Uh, and I mean, oh, gosh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I've been waiting for Ghostbusters 3 forever. Oh, forever. dude, same, same. Now, I like Ghostbusters 2. Bill Murray hates that movie. I don't think Bill likes sequels, period. Which is surprising that he likes this. Uh, he also said that the parts, because he's old, he said that the parts that he was in were actually very physically demanding, and they weren't, uh, blo he was trying to get them to, like, 
uh, use more CGI in his scene so he didn't have to deal with grit and dirt <laughs> and shit. But they were actually like blowing dirt in his face. He's like, it's a, he's like, oh, these proton packs are so heavy. You think they'd make them lighter? And it's up and down. It was very physical. He said he was sore for a week after shooting his scenes. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I think Ghostbusters 2 is the only sequel he ever did. Think of one more. I can't. Groundhog Day 2. No, that never happened. That was in your mind. Huh. Yeah, that was it. Just, that was it. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Wow. That's the only sequel he's ever done. He wasn't in Caddyshack 2. Nope. They replaced him with Dan Aykroyd. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did he do the voice in Garfield 2? Oh, fuck. There you go. There's Ah! your one. There it is. There's your there's your other one. I think he was the con- tale of two kitties. Yep, he was contractually obligated to that though, so I don't think he had a choice. There's a funny story behind that where he thought it was something else. It entirely. was the Cohen brothers. Oh, that's what it was. Because it yeah. was a, a Cohen directed it, and no, he it was it was a, it wasn't Joel or Ethan. It was just someone with the same. It was last yeah name. yeah yeah. It was it was just a guy named Cohen. Yeah. So he was like, oh. Finally, yeah, an opportunity, yeah, and then it was like, oh shit, fuck. It's like Halle Berry when she they were like, hey, you want to be Catwoman? She was like, fuck yeah, I do, and then didn't read the script. Yep, yep, yep. Now it'll happen. There it is. Whoop, there it is. I oh, and I I got one more little thing here. I marijuana now is legal in this great state of New York. Uh, and if you're one of the 15 other states or you're just a bad motherfucker and like to break the law and smoke your uh, devil's lettuce, and if you're a fan of South Park, and if you're even a bigger fan of the titular character, Towley, I'm just going to get a little high. Adidas is coming out with a pair of Tally sneakers where uh, it's the same color as Tally and the eyes are on the tongue. When it's out in the sun, the eyes become bloodshot. Oh, they're getting baked. Yep. Oh, man, I have no idea what's going on right now. Uh, you could order these a pair of Adidas on Adidas.com on 420. They are limited. Of course. I don't know the price, uh, but I am going to do my best to try to get a pair for myself and a pair for my wife. You know what I just watched recently about South Park was the episode, I think it was like a million little fibers. Oh my God! I, that is one of my favorite episodes. Hold on, here, Oprah. Give us, yeah. a, give us a little tickle. <laughs> After all, I'm a minge. Come on, then. Hey, what's it then? All right, that you, Gary? You killed him. <laughs> you killed poor Gary. Oh, oh they got me, Minji. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, here, Oprah. Oh. Don't you pay attention to your minge? <laughs> oh, she does. Work, 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 work. You try being back here. Shut up, Gary. <laughs> oh, that's it's, HBO Max's subscription is worth it just for that episode alone. It's so good, so good. I gotta use my getting high powers to get out of this jam. Speaking of HBO Max, <laughs> love it. Godzilla versus Kong came out uh, on Friday. I 
Loved it. There I, goes Tokyo. Go, go, go. Oh, they, 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 they fucking killed Tokyo. God damn it. Finally. Oh, after all this they time. Put, they put Kong or Kong Angela in Tokyo. They tear it the fuck apart. So many casualties. Like, watching this movie, I'm just thinking, I'm like, it had to be, like, at least a couple billion that die. It's like the whole town of Tokyo was 9-11. Dude. Yeah. They like they go nuts. Really? Oh, it's great. I love the I movie. I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch this motion picture. So, so you like it? I did like it a lot. Um, I'm gonna make a little comparison here, just to kind to uh, prepare you for it. Okay. You you did you see the first Godzilla? Yeah. Okay. Didn't like it. Okay. Uh, did you see King of Monsters? Actually, no. No. Okay. Did you see Kong Skull Island? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna compare this franchise. Kind of to the Rocky franchise. Oh, God. And the aspect that it's like the first one is like, it's gritty. It's down to earth, you know? She busted, Rock. She ain't no virgin. It's it's fresh. It's it's new. Take it to the zoo, Rock. It's gritty. Yeah. And as and then by this movie, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's James it's- Brown. Ow! Just fucking doing his shit, and Apollo's coming out fucking fighting a Russian in an exhibition match. So this is Rocky Four. Oh God, it's over the top. It's great. Really? Oh yes. Rocky Four is my favorite. I, I prefer three. Three is my favorite. Uh, that's really funny because my wife's favorite one is two. Okay. Mine is four. Yours is three. I love three. Yeah. Three is my favorite by far. By far. I don't need to watch watch. I got a freaking watch. I don't need to watch this rock. Somewhere out there, someone's favorite movie is Rocky Five. I like Rocky Five. I don't hate it. No. George like, Washington Duke? Yeah. Touch me no suit. So it's great. what? Yeah, it's great. I like that. It ended Tommy the Machine fight. Gun. Come on. He gave everyone uh, AIDS. I guarantee if that movie would have had a regular boxing match instead of a street fight, people would have liked it more. I liked it that it was a street fight. I like it too, but... The, the masses, you know. I was very confused when I watched that movie because I went to the theater to watch it. I was a little, little, little guy. Wow. And Rocky Four was my favorite movie at the time. Like, my favorite movies when I was little were, like, Rocky Four, Predator, Terminator. And my favorite movies right now are, like, Rocky Four, Predator, Terminator. Um, But, like, I, I remember, like, seeing uh, – uh, it was my uh, neighbor – my neighbors were all boxers when I was growing up. We went to see Rocky Five in theaters, and – I just like the movie ended, and I'm just like, so when's the boxing match? <laughs> I was just waiting for this fight, uh, but it was cool that it was a street fight. But you yeah, know. see, the, the unfortunately, the only movie I got to see uh, in the Rocky franchise, I'm not counting Creed and Creed Two, uh, in theaters was Rocky Balboa. Okay, so I, I got to see that at midnight when they still did midnight when they showings. Still did, man. I miss that. And I remember, like, we we like this is way back. Like, we had to wait to get tickets because there were so many people waiting for this movie. We had to fucking we had to wait in media play, media play. Oh people, wow! To 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 wait to get tickets. We finally get tickets. We go in. I remember watching the movie and the biggest pop of the night. The biggest reaction was. You know, when we sit down, uh, you need a reservation. <laughs> Who got a freaking idiot deal? The place <laughs> erupted with laughter. Really? Fucking Burt Young. God bless him. I love Burt uh, Young. I'm so glad we still have him. Dude, he, he is like... Paulie's my favorite character in 
yeah, the entire franchise. Absolutely. Uh, did you ever watch uh, Amityville 2, which is a direct sequel to the first Amityville? Because after that, all the Amityville movies are just uh, – there's no – nobody actually has a right to Amityville, so yeah. any studio could do Amityville. Yeah. This was an actual sequel to the first one. It was the same house, everything. And uh, Burt Young, he's the father. And, I, uh, I didn't see it because that movie freaked me out. Because it's it, yeah, it, no, it, no, it, it, so dude, part two is even freakier, man. Speaking of freaking out, did you see the uh, the trailer for Chucky? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, they released a trailer this fall. USA Network and Sci-Fi Network are yep. doing the TV series so Chucky. They released, they I released a trailer. I'm the horror guy. How come I didn't see this? Because you're a fucking sleeping on the job. Brad Dorif. Yeah, he's Bingo. back. Jennifer Tilly. She's gonna be. She's going to uh, reprise her role as well as the titular character yes. Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, I know Alex Vincent is back as Andy. Yep. It's gonna be great. And I uh, cannot wait. I cannot the, wait. The uh, foster sister from Part Two is also back. Same actress. She's back in uh, in this movie as well. That'd uh, be great. I'm so mad I didn't watch the trailer. How was it? Uh, it's it doesn't really give you anything. It's just the only thing is you hear Brad Dorf like he laughs and he's like, "I never go away. I'm always coming back." Really? Yeah. So, dude, that's... speaking of something that never goes away, always oh, comes back. There's a superhero called Invincible. I talked about it last week. Yeah. Uh, so they released the fourth episode on Prime. I caught up. I've seen all four episodes. I know I said you need to watch. You need to watch this show. I just, It's one of those things, man. I still haven't had a chance to sit and do it, but it's on. It's not even going to say on my list. It's like top of my list because I really want to watch this. It's, it's amazing. We get more characters are introduced. Uh, they show like a teen a teen superhero group that he interacts with. Yeah. Um, there's also another character that comes in. He's like the head of this organization that's like covering up. And, and he's kind of like the Nick Fury, but like seedier. His name's Cecil Stedman. He's voiced by Walton Goggins. God, he's great in everything he does. Walton Goggins. Wh- who's that? Walton Goggins. He was, uh, did you see Hateful Eight? Yeah. He was the cowboy that was the sheriff. Okay. That you're always kind of yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's great. Yeah. Um we're also introduced to Damien Darkblood, which is like a mix between Hellboy and Sherlock Holmes. Okay. And he's voiced by um Ron Perlman, which oh, is great. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, it's I mean the the show's amazing. So they have legit it. star power in the oh, show. Big time. I mean, um, Zachary Quinto plays a character. Uh, we got Seth Rogen playing a character. We got uh, Jason Man. I can never pronounce his name. The guy, the crazy guy from the league. You know what I mean. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in it. Uh, he plays a character called Rexplode. <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, I, you got to watch it. Zazzy Beats is in it. I mean, they got some voice power, some star voice power. It's a great show. Uh, you got to you just check it out. Totally how many episodes it. are left? Uh, I don't know how many they're doing in the first season. I want to say eight, maybe. Okay, but this like was I season said, four, right? No, this is I mean, episode, episode four. Episode four just yeah. released. They did the same thing the boys did for season two, where they dropped three episodes on day one, and then every week thereafter they're releasing one episode. Gotcha. They're about like 45, 50 minutes a piece, but they're totally worth it. Did you check out the new Loki trailer? 
Yeah, I thought it looked great. It looked okay. like fucking batshit crazy. I don't know what's going on. It looks bananas. Uh, Owen Wilson looks like I'm like that's fucking that that's Owen Wilson. It's weird. It sure is. The only thing that um, and I think it's because I watched it already, but it kind of reminds me of Umbrella Academy, like the whole setting the time frame right and getting the time back to where the time you know line the timeline back to where it should be. I don't know if you watched Umbrella Academy, but that was kind of the main thing they did with Umbrella Academy, where it's like, oh, this is the timeline. It's shooting off. You gotta fucking bring it back so it's doing its thing. So you're telling me what happened was somebody showed up and was like, "You can't fuck with time." They're like o- Owen Wilson is the like director of the time contingency, like whatever it is. Because time's all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but the speculation is this is gonna lead right into King of the Conqueror for Ant Man and the Wasp the Quilt. Quantumanium movie that's coming out later. Really? Um, yeah. Because Kang has been announced for that movie, and that's, that's po- gotta be Kang. <laughs> that's 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 Paul Bear, and that's Kang. That's gotta be Kang. So that that that's the speculation that it's gonna lead right into Kang the Conqueror. So all right, I, I'm game for that. Undertaker's brother. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming. Paul Jacobs through Hellfire and Paul Jacobs. <laughs> Through Hellfire and Glenn Jacobs, Glenn Jacobs, <laughs> Paul Jacobs, Paul Jacobs, Glenn Jacobs, Paul Jacobs, Paul Verhoeven, you know. Oh man, is there anything else going on, buddy? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, uh, I before we give it over to Matt, I just want to give uh, a little, a little. I hope you don't die to DMX because I love DMX. And I know he's got 15 kids to take care of. <laughs> like, like he really, there he has 15 kids. Uh, and uh, I, don't, I don't really, I mean, I don't want to judge, but I really don't think he's been taking care of them. He, he did a stint here in Buffalo. We're, we're recording in Buffalo, New York. He did a stint here in Buffalo like three years ago because he wasn't paying child support. Uh, but I love DMX so much, and uh, he was a big part of my teen years. And even now, as an adult, I still listen to DMX. I fucking love DMX, and I just I, it bums me out because I know that he had a comeback concert in December of 2019. He was clean. He was sober. He was going to go on tour. He had uh, a couple dates here in Western New York, uh, and then which is ballsy because he got arrested here. So I mean, hey man, kudos to him. Please. He's making amends, man, uh, or he was, uh, and uh, you know everything happened. We don't have to go into that, da- into that, but he fell off and overdosed, and that sucks. Well, let's hope that X is going to give it to you. I hope so, man. Um, and uh, dude, what's going on with the uh, when is WrestleMania? Is WrestleMania like this, this coming? Weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. This weekend? Yep, Are you yep. excited for no, it? Not at all. Not at all. No, none. Not at all. I have zero anticipation. This is the first year in probably, uh, what is this, 37, 38? This is 37. So this is the first WrestleMania since WrestleMania 14. I'm probably not going to watch. Last year was the first WrestleMania that I missed, but I did catch a couple matches. The two-day weekend shit is way too much. The whole thing's too much. It's way too much. I, I, I watched last year as it happened. This year, I literally have zero desire to watch. Are it. there any matches that are going to tickle your fancy? Nope. The matches, I'm, I know the matches are going to be good, but the build to the all build. these matches okay, is yeah. awful, awful, awful. Are there, now, I, I've kind of fallen off 
uh, following uh, everything mainstream. Is there any? Is there any like Goldberg matches? Lesnar? I know Taker's gone. Is Triple H wrestling? Is Sting wrestling? Oh, Sting's in AEW. Is there? I any- tell you what is happening is the show is being hosted by the epitome of the greatest person in the history of the world as far as helping humankind, helping the downtrodden, Titus O'Neil. He's a great human being. He's a beautiful person. Well, he's going to have to share the spotlight with Hulk Hogan. That fucking leech. Dude, Hulk Hogan has been... And and this... I know every... Oh, we fucking Hulk Hogan built wrestling, whatever. Dude, I remember being a kid and, like, just... Do you remember being a kid and, like, Hogan being in WCW and then even going back to the Fed? Dude, Hulk Hogan's a fucking cancer. Hulkamania is a fucking cancer. It had its part. Is that it what caused its... it? Because when when did cancer start? The 80s? Uh, somewhere around there. Perhaps Hulkamania Maybe. caused it. <laughs> Hogan, uh, Hogan, of course, I mean, he, he made wrestling what it was in the uh, 80s, early 90s. After that... Like I said, dude, Hogan's a fucking cancer. Get him out of here. Fuck him. Uh, I mean, he should have he should have retired in '94, and he should have just stuck in Hollywood. He could we could no, we could have had couldn't stick in Hollywood, dude. We could have had was he gonna drop that line and get an Oscar? Uh, dude, <laughs> like no, the guy. Well, sucks. he didn't say it. The, 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 he said oh, oh, doesn't matter. Sucks. Doesn't matter. Wow. The fact the fact of the matter is, we have a wonderful human being as Titus O'Neil is. Okay. And he's sharing hosting. with Hulk Hogan. How's that gonna go? I exactly uh... like. Why would they even book that? Why would they even book that? Oh, that's weird. Exactly. Why would they even book that? I. I oh God. How do you even? Are they gonna do like like? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Why would you book that? I tell you why he did book that because the man who's in charge of the whole goddamn company is a senile fucking eighty year old. Oh my god! It's it, dude. Hulk Hogan is seriously Randy Marsh on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I don't think I could say it, uh, but I will. It's bad. I don't. I don't even care. I really do not care. Yeah, that's a shame, dude. Man, WrestleMania was this like huge, and it is. It still is. But uh, I mean, you're not the first person to say this. No, it's just it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Damn, the talent's shame. there, but the the way they have presented said talent is garbage. Like it's it's the same kind of thing. It's like, okay, if you give me a, uh, I mean, recently the DC universe has been on an upswing, right? Yeah, certainly. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, but before that, it's like, okay, here's the Justice League, but the way it's presented to you, it's shit, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody wanted to go see Justice League when it came out, and that's why it bombed. But you have these iconic characters. You have Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, fucking The Flash. And that wet guy. Uh, Cyborg. It's like everybody wants to see those characters, but you presented it so shittily that nobody gave a fuck. That's what's going on right now in wrestling. Okay, that sounds about right. Uh, I, I'm, I, dude, I'm sorry. We're kind of going back a little bit here. Uh, you mentioned DC. You mentioned Justice League, and I gotta put this over because I am so pumped for it. But part one of Long December uh, came out. Uh, trailer came out for it. Uh, uh, a hot, long Halloween uh, where they're tr- they're trying to find the holiday killer. 
Uh, what? You don't like that? You no. don't like that story, do you? No, I love the story. Just What's I'll wrong? Read, I'll fucking read it. You know, I, dude, I think it's gonna be good. Jensen no, Ackles. I, yeah. Okay. I Jensen talk- Ackles voices Batman. I'm a how big great fan was of Killing Jensen Joke. Ackles. How how great was Killing Joke? Okay. Yeah. I, I I I for what it was, I liked it. Not what the the movie. The Not movie? the comic. Oh, the comic's incredible. Exactly. How is the movie? It's okay. Yeah, exactly. They fucking, yeah. You take an incredible comic, and then you make a movie that's, eh, it's okay. No, fuck that. I, I'll, I'll read the comic. Thank you. I'm going to watch it. I won't. The animation looks nope, great. I won't. I like uh, I like Jensen Ackles. Well, I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to watch it. I'll read it. Because guess what? Like, uh, Killing Joke. You had fucking Mark Hamill. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Conley. And it sucked. Yeah, yeah. It fucking sucked. It didn't suck. No, it sucked. Don't pigeonhole it. Don't pull your punches. It sucked. Compared to the graphic novel, it sucked. Well, it's they had to make it a feature, so they, they filled it with a bunch of fluff. And the fluff was garbage. At least this is a very, very long read. Uh, nope. Dude, look at me right here. See, not, my, see my thumb? Gonna, I'm not going to watch it. You see my thumb? You I'm see my index it. finger? Yeah. That's how thick... That graphic novel. I know. I, I just purchased not too long ago. It's great. You could. You know. Beat, you know you what I'm gonna do. Beat a man to death with you that. You know what I'm gonna do if I wanna. If I wanna watch the Long Halloween, I'll just go watch uh, Dark Knight. All right. Yeah. Spoiler. You got me there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Christopher Christopher Nolan knew it was good. That's why he fucking made it a movie yeah. that won a goddamn Oscar. So you're welcome. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, all right, I think it's time to read some fucking comic books. What are you? What, who's going first? I say who's on first. Who's on? Ah, uh, this who? never gets old. Is it is, who? No, nah, is it what? Is what on first? Is ah uh, man, I'm tired. I can't keep up with this joke. Ah, fuck it. I don't know either, but you get it. Are you going first? Is Matt, I want to hear about Quicksilver. I, I want to hear. Quick. I want to hear about Quicksilver right, too. Uh, Matt, Matt, fill us in, Matt. We miss you. So let me hear that sweet, sultry voice. Matt, take it away, buddy. All right. What is up, everybody? I got some great and fun news. Uh, this is gonna be my last time having to just read for a little segment for you. If you missed my presence on the show, I didn't tell. Oh, I told the guys by text after this episode was recorded. Uh, I will be back next week. And I'm really excited to kind of get back. I haven't seen Will and well, I've seen Micah in passing, but I haven't seen Will in, in a hot minute. So I'm, I'm just excited to be back for the show full time uh, for the foreseeable future. So that is really cool. Today's book reading. We completed the uh, we completed the House of M storyline last week. I wanted to jump into a Quicksilver story because Quicksilver is one of my favorite Marvel characters of all time. Now, but not high up on a lot of other people's lists, though, understandably so. But uh, but I wanted to read a Quicksilver book that came out from 1997. I, I read a compilation of it before, and uh, I'm going to go through it again. I'm probably going to continue with the story as well, but it is uh, came out in November of 1997. This is Quicksilver number one. Uh, all right, so it starts off with Quicksilver just running and running and running, and this is, keep in mind, too, this is after uh, the Avengers and X-Men battled uh, Onslaught, which was a huge storyline in the mid, mid to mid to late 90s, so uh, and a lot of characters are kind of deceased at this point while temporarily, temporarily deceased, uh, mind you. Quicksilver's just running. He's, he's running. He's heading towards uh, Wondagore Mountain, which is the place where, you know, his himself and the Scarlet Witch were all raised by a bunch of, uh, like, mutated animals. 
All right, he's he's heading there because his his daughter is there. All right, uh, he's he's on his way. He's evidently. He, we all know that Quicksilver has a lot of self-confidence issues, and you kind of get to hear that a lot. He doubts himself a bunch. Uh, he's not the most optimistic person, but I do want to give a lot of credit to the art for this one because this is the most I think he's ever looked like Magneto, and is you know actually being like a spot of Magneto with the facial hair, the the way his hair just looks. And they did a really good job of actually making him, uh, you know, look like Magneto's son. So, uh, so he heads there. He runs towards in the 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 you know. Wondagore is being attacked by this uh, a, a bunch of these uh, occulti of of Magneto. For those who are not familiar with it, Fabian Cortez. Um, there's also a individual by the name of oh, it starts with an E. Exodus, excuse me, who's kind of running this operation, and Fabian Cortez is kind of working for him. But they're all. Uh, if you remember the X Men cartoon back in the '90s, they did a couple episodes on Asteroid M, and Fabian Cortez was just. He's just diehard. He respects or he honors Magneto's values, but to a bit of an extreme. And they're all attacking attacking Wondergore. They want to kill, actually, uh, Luna. I'm not sure why, uh, Luna being Quicksilver's daughter. Uh, I'm not entirely certain why they're doing it, but they are attacking in droves. And all these animal creatures, uh, they were made by the high evolutionary. Uh, there's like a there's like a, a goat devil thing. There's a there's a there's a cow. There's all sorts of different animal creatures that were experimented on and given human-like traits. Uh, they're battling all these soldiers, and it's kind of uh, this giant lizard monster thing, uh, a bear. Like it's it's actually kind of really cool. I, I do respect the uh, the the what went into this and how uh, how important these two these characters are, these animal characters are in the in the upbringing of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Uh, Anyways, so I mean, eventually th this one's a pretty quick one. Quicksilver eventually breaks in. He gets gets goes into battle with some of these these robots that are attacking Wondagore, and uh, all this. One of the, uh, one of the I think the well the cow the the cow creature, uh, is is trying to leave with Luna. He wants to escape to the citadel the citadel citadel excuse me citadel, and uh, they're trying to escape and. Some of the other, you know, monsters, Quicksilver and stuff, they're just trying to buy them time at this point to get away. And uh, there's an interesting exchange between Fabian Cortez and Quicksilver, who calls, uh, Cortez calls Quicksilver the, the, the bad seed of, of Magneto. So there's obviously some friction there. Cortez, obviously, just incredibly loyal to Magneto's teachings and all of this. But there's some interesting battles back and forth, and it ends with uh, Quicksilver being knighted by the Knights of Wondagore. Uh, and it ends with all these Quicksilver and all these creatures kind of raising their swords and uh, and whatnot. It's a really cool start up to the story. Uh, it's I read it before. I, I'm trying to remember the entire storyline. I'll probably read the remainder of the book. But this is a fun little book. I like Quicksilver. He doesn't get a, too many opportunities to shine and be uh, an individual. But uh, but this is a good one. So that's the first one. If you want to go find it, it is free available online. And uh, I'll continue the story as it goes. So thank you so much, everybody. I will talk to you next week and enjoy the rest of your episode. Oh, that was a great one. It was the perfect speed. It was not too quick, not too slow, just right. Just, just like, like, like if you were in the Olympics and you won the silver medal. Not the gold, not the bronze, the silver. It's respectable. You just made it. Unless you're Nancy Kerrigan and you're a bitch and you got a bitch face on because you got your kneecaps clubbed by this 
hexagon woman over there and her elaborate ruse. Tanya, Tanya Harding. We shan't speak her name. No, I'm saying it because Tanya Harding was a much better figure skater than Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, no, and she, she yes, she was, and she was a better boxer too. No, she did not do good with the Foxy. Boxing. No, she got knocked the fuck I'll out. I tell you, a what lot. was great was her movie, I Tanya with Margot Robbie. Oh well, she's. Money. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, she's great. It's great. That's a great she's movie. Absolutely great. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, real good shit. All right, here we go, ladies and germs. We are gonna uh, go in back into the Star Wars universe, continuing. The Duel of Fates, which was the abandoned uh, Colin Trevorrow's script. I hope everyone's been following along. If you haven't, you could check out the last three episodes of the panel discussion. We are going to Coruscant. The Phantom Hawk descends through the skyscraper of canyons. Of course, this is Finn and Rose. Uh, They're over by the Jedi Temple. They drop off R2-D2 and C-3PO down on the lower levels of Coruscant. Uh, up top on another building, uh, Rose fastens a uh, a grappling hook, fires it right into the Jedi Temple. Finn and Rose, they glide down very heroically into the Jedi Temple, thousands of feet above the city of Coruscant. Now, Will, my friend, how amazing would it have been to have seen the Jedi Temple where Yoda, Mace, Yaggle, uh, uh you're forgetting Kaya Mundi. I was getting there. <laughs> the my best. man Yarrow Proof. Yeah, yeah, Proof. Oh my god, hell yeah. Plo Koon. Uh yep. CS eighteen. And also this is uh De the, Bilaba. This is the graveyard of many and many younglings that were slaughtered at the hands of Anakin. Yeah, he killed uh, them. He killed them. He good. killed them dead. I mean, we all want to do that sometimes. I mean, you're a father. Yeah, sometimes I want to strangle my children. Or tear them apart with a lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> it happens. Master Master Schmitty, there's so many of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have Rose and Finn, who I, dude, I got to tell you, I like Rose's character in this. I, I Like I said, I kind of like Rose's character in Last Jedi to a certain point. I didn't hate her. It was yeah. just some of her dialogue was very well, bad, not, that's but not that's her not her like, fault. I thought, I thought the, the presentation was okay. Like, I mean. I wish I could shove my fist through this entire city. Ugh. Let me let me free all these horses but leave the slave kids behind. I mean, those kids, they, they're good workers. You know they got beat twice as hard for that. Oh, they totally did. Yeah. Uh, Room kid, he <laughs> died. We never saw him again. Oh, no, we never saw Broom he kid again. He was beaten mercilessly. Uh, yeah, the force did not save him. No, not at all. All right. Uh, so what do we have here? We have Rose and Finn. They go up to a wall where they find sockets. Uh, sockets, little circle, a, a little... Uh, design around it, and Finn uh, comes across a pair of kyber crystals, 5,000-year-old kyber crystals to be exact. Uh, They're very rare. Uh, Rose says, hand it to me, and Finn just straight up tosses it to her. Uh, They both have to stick. Uh, It's kind of like Terminator, one on one side, one on the other, key in, one, two, three, turn. They call Uh, that like uh, the the submarine, like. You got to turn two keys to launch. 
double key. Boom. Yeah. Or the Terminator 2 room. Either way. Yeah. I think it was Hunt for Red October. Yeah, the Hunt for Red October. <laughs> uh, let's see. How do you feel about Alec Baldwin? I know how you feel about Sean. Alec, Alec Baldwin. I mean, I know he doesn't like his daughter too much. Uh, Alec Baldwin, don't, he loves his mother who lives here in Rochester. Well, not here, but up in uh, Rochester, New York. Yeah. And uh, he could not convince her to move to Hollywood because she said, Alec. There's no, there's no Wegmanses out there. I like my Wegmans, Alec. They have a fine delicatessen. Nate. Fine delicatessen. Certainly do. Uh, so we have uh, the the spire. It rumbles. The floor, it opens. And a huge copper machine rises up. And then it shorts out. And the machine goes dark. And uh, Rose goes, can't it just be easy? Just, just one time. And uh, later on Remnacor, Kylo Ren is practicing his new dark side ability, which is draining the life force out of oh, a living that being. that makes sense. You, 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 you establish it before it just happens. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this, wow. is, this is Kylo Ren's uh, new force ability that he learned from Tor Valum. Uh, and he is draining the life from what appears to be a uh, a big beast who has gone cock and falls dead. And Kylo Ren goes more. Torvalum explains there is no more. You have consumed all that remains. Uh, a faint glow comes from a hole in the ground, kind of like a cave thing. This reminds me of uh, Dagobah. Uh, What's down there, says Kylo, and uh, Torvalum goes, only that which you take with you. Uh, he says, <laughs> sorry, uh, he goes, a virgins. I can feel it. There is more within. Go, young Kylo. Uh, Kylo Ren walks down the cave. He's walking around. Uh, a lightsaber from Kylo, uh, the light from Kylo's red lightsaber uh, refracts the vast of the walls. The cave is empty, but it is not silent. There is a sound coming from the darkness. Kylo stands his ground of sure of what's happening. Darth Vader, his grandfather, emerges and strikes at Kylo, and they duel. The fight is brutal intense lightsaber combat between the two iconic villains something else i would have loved to have seen in this movie in the episode nine darth vader other than just hearing hayden christensen say bring the balance to the force like the way i did uh you could have had darth vader and a force vision Squaring up against Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is no match against Darth Vader and is struck down only to see that uh, Darth Vader's lifesaber, it wasn't real. It was just a force projection. Uh, Kylo, uh, he gets up, takes his helmet off, and says to himself, I'm going to kill Valum. Uh, So he gets out of the cave. Where is Mortis? The well of the living force. The source of the galaxy's birth i want to be stronger than those who came before where is it 
You are not worthy of its power. Not yet. Where is Mortis? Kylo extends his hand, draining Torvalum's... Uh, I'm sorry, he's actually delving deep into Torvalum's mind. Ah, betrayer, I gave you knowledge. Uh, Kylo says, a mountain in winter, no fall. I gave you everything. The light of the living force drains from Torvalum into Kylo's open hand. I know you've given me so much. The ancient being falls dead, reduced to a withered shell. I... Not really a fan of that part right there. I think that Kylo Ren killed Torvalum very easily. Oh, that kind of rings a bell. It rings a bell with what? Snoke. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Snoke. Well, he I kind of outsmarted Snoke. Not really. It's not, wasn't that outsmarting? It's like I got saber and then I move it. Yeah, but Snoke was feeling it, saying that Kylo's gonna strike down his true enemy, thinking that it was Rey. Whatever. Uh, but, I don't know. I just think it was way too easy to kill Torvalum. I mean, this yeah. is the guy that's supposed to train Plagueis. Yeah. One of the most powerful Siths in uh, known existence. I mean, uh, uh, Palpatine was able to kill Plagueis because he got Plagueis hammered. Yeah, drugged him. He not only drugged him, got him really drunk. It was right when, uh, right when Palpatine was given power, yeah, right? Good old Sheev. Yeah, Sheev, uh, Sheev, motherfucking Palpatine, and they were celebrating, drinking, and stuff. And then he forced lightning to plague us to death. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see. So we're back on Bonadin. A powerful disturbance curses through Rey. Uh, Poe looks at her. What is it? He's growing stronger. We don't have much time. Back on Coruscant. Uh. Will this old thing work with modern droids? I uh, see Rose uh, is working on uh, that whole little mechanic thing that was coming out of the floor. Uh, this uh, this super antenna that they're going to use to transmit uh, a signal to the rest of the galaxy. Uh, let's see. A light ignites within the machine. Uh, let's see. There's uh, So is there like an on button, says Finn? Uh Rose goes, listen, if this goes sideways, I just want to say, say what? So, of course, this is probably going to be a little bit of a romance between the two. A column of light shoots down the hollow spire. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. The light, uh, the light column connects with a kyber crystal mounted like the holy sculpture at the temple base. R2 projects a hologram message directly into the data stream. The beam shoots up. Into the sky, visible for miles. You have all the creatures of Coruscant, different aliens staring up at it. Uh, the poor downtrodden, uh, the poor and the downtrodden, they look up at the beacon, faces warmed by its light. This is almost like a beacon of hope. The light leaves Coruscant and connects to a nearby planet, Agora 6. The light hits a thousand-year-old receiver. The monitors, they spring to life. The machine decodes. The data stream back to an, into an image. An ancient Bendu monk rises to his feet, uh, which kind of looks like Hondo. Uh, he's been waiting a long time for this. Peasants, everybody, they're all just on their feet staring up at this beacon. Uh, and then suddenly all the droids, every droid nearby, they beep wildly and project a message. It's Leia. Elegant in her white robes. 
This is General Leia Organa of the Resistance. Uh, and let's see, the receiver sends a beam of light angled on a different tra trajectory. And basically, this light is bouncing off everywhere. Every planet within the system, from one satellite to another, one beacon to another, and every R2 unit, uh, any uh, R2, R3, R4 unit, whatever, they all are uh, kind of like hacked, and they shoot out this message. Uh, and it's Leia again. The time has come to forge a path to freedom. Uh, the forces of oppression have ruled the galaxy for too long. We must join together and fight. Send your fastest ships. Uh, all your warriors. Your voices will not be silenced. We can no longer live in the shadow of the First Order. Uh, we must step into the light. And this is just all over the entire galaxy all the way out to the outer rim and kylo he even feels the light from the stars above he moves to a rocky overlook he reaches out with the force uh and then we go back to coruscant the light is frozen pressure builds the beam of light grows intensely the receiver quakes uh they realize something's wrong and kablooey it fucking explodes on bonadin leia's hologram disappears Kylo, you son of a bitch. Poe, we have to get to the ship, says Ray. What is it? Uh, we go back to Rose and Finn. Uh, you okay, Finn? Look outside. And what's there? But a bunch of motherfucking TIE fighters. A trio of TIE fighters. They surround the spire. Uh, they're under attack. They're firing at the Jedi Temple. Rose and Finn, they bounce out of there. They're like pew, 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 shooting at the TIE fighters. And they're on the zip cord. Rose gets shot. Uh, she doesn't get shot, but the zip cord gets shot. Rose goes falling down into the city. Rose! Yells Finn. Uh, Emilio! Turned and tipped his cap. Damn. I was like, Emilio. Sorry. Uh, and then we get back to Bonadin again. Rose, she, uh, uh, sorry, Rose, uh, Ray, she drops to her, uh, to her knees, clenches her chest, and says, Finn. That's when the Knights of Ren, because she feels, you know, something bad happened. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, Rose and Finn, they, I'm uh, sorry, I keep saying Rose. Ray and Finn, they have that connection through the Force. Uh, and then we have the Knights of Ren, fucking finally. They're, uh, they're in the crowd here. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. That's where they're like, shit, we got to get back to the ship. Uh, and, uh, Knights of Red, they show up. They're right behind, uh, right behind them. Ray force pushes everything around her. A powerful con concussion blast that knocks everything away, including Poe. Uh, Ray jumps back into the dock and unhooks the razor sail. Get on! Uh, she screams to. Uh, she screams to. Fucking who is this again? Poe. Uh, can you sail? <laughs> yeah, sure. I can fucking sail. Uh, she. Uh, Channels the force, fills the sails with a gust of wind, and they go uh, sailing away. This kind of reminds me of what we had with J.J. Abrams with the sail, uh, the sail scene where it's, uh, they fly now, they fly now, that whole uh, scene. Oh, yuck. Yeah, I know. But it's the same deal. It's uh, uh, the sailor uh, sail gimmick. Uh, the knife, knife nine uh, is chasing after them. They're shooting back and forth. I. Uh, and then uh, Rose and Finn, they grab a hold of each other, and they go launching off on a, a, a parachute-type gimmick. 
that uh, their ship explodes. The Knife Nine banks away, but they're not done yet. They get back to the Millennium Falcon. Chewie, we drew some attention. Uh, and there we got the Knights of Ren. They're looking on, and uh, this is where it gets good, man. Ray is all like, stand back. Chunk. Ignites her double-sided lightsaber, which, as we said in a previous episode, it is half Anakin's uh, Anakin's lightsaber, which makes sense because it was destroyed, and the other half uh, of the hilt is actually her staff. Uh, Ray leaps onto their landing pad and is outmatched, but relentlessly spinning and striking. Kish, kish, kish. Boom, boom, boom. They're fighting, going at it. Poe and Chewie, they start shooting. Baka, baka, baka. Uh, I know those guns don't make that noise, but it's all I got. Pew, uh, pew, 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 very pew, good, very pew, good. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you. Uh, and uh, Ray, she's spinning around and spins and what's that? Another lightsaber hits her lightsaber. And there it is, Hataska, the leader of the Knights of Ren, other than Kylo, uh, with his lightsaber, the Darksaber. Uh, Ray force pushes him off of their ship uh, and goes falling about 50 feet below onto a next pad. Uh, she fights off these other two assholes. The guy with the big giant uh, choppy choppy sword looks really badass. Uh, they're fighting whatever. Uh, uh, he gets shot, but it's okay. It's his shoulder. He's okay. Uh, but his scream, ooh, that doesn't sit well with Ray. Ray's all like, ooh, let's get serious. Just like Darkwing Dunk. And she slices through Otren, dropping him cold like a sack of potatoes. Reaches out with the force and uh, spins Laurel Wren. Off the fucking, uh, whatever the fuck. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Pulls him in close with the force, just like Scorpion. Get over here. Lightsaber right through his fucking chest. Fucking him up till he's dead as fuck. Uh, let's see. And, uh, oh, shit. There comes a Tosca with his dark lightsaber. He's swinging it like a son of a bitch. Uh, they're dueling, going at it. Chewbacca, he's got, uh, he's going head-to-head, face-to-face, ass-to-ass, dick-to-dick with, uh, Jadik Ren. They're fighting it out. Chewie's got him by the throat. Big fucking choke slam. It's gotta be Kane. Uh, throws him off. I love this. This is the most badass Chewie's ever been. Grabs this fucker by the throat, throws him up into the air, and shoots him with the bowcaster. Nice. I feel like this whole scene was like, uh, hey, let's get this as close to a video game as possible. Yeah, probably, but either way, pretty badass. Oh, man, Ray is back uh, fighting Hataska, and she's having a real rough go of it. It turns out this guy is really well-trained and slices her right in the arm with the dark saber. Uh, so she's all kind of fucked up a bit. I kind of wish she lost her arm, but that's okay. Uh, Ray suddenly remembers her force-back vision. What is this, Will? This is the scene from Force Awakens where the Knights of Ren are standing there oh, in the rain. The, wow, I saw that in a movie trailer. Yep. And I got excited. Yep. And then I got nothing from it. Well, no, we did get something of it. No. And it was in, uh, it was, well, we, we saw it in Force Awakens when she had her first Force yeah. vision. Yeah. The very for, first Force vision she had. So after she gets hit with this, uh, Stark saber, she remembers her force, uh, her force vision, 
back at uh, uh, Maz's Cantina. Lightning flashes. The Knights of Ren are standing there with Kylo. Rain is pouring on them. She hears voices, screams. Uh, and uh, at her, as a little girl, being taken away by uh, uh, what's-his-nuts. Uh, let's see. And uh, the vision stirs a deep, vengeful anger in Ray. She can't yet explain it, but she knows it to be true. And she realizes that Tosca Ren is the one behind the death of her parents. Ray extends her hand, eyes burning, and shoots force lightning from her fingertips, zapping Atasca in the fucking face, and that is where we're going to leave off. Wait, did she kill Chewie? Did she kill Chewie? Nah, she didn't kill Chewie. I good. Because <laughs> in the movie, she uses that lightning and she kills Chewie, but then she doesn't kill Chewie. She doesn't kill Chewie. Ugh. D, I'm sorry. Billa D. Uh, so join us next week where I go into episode uh, part five of uh, I believe it's a six parter. I'm having Ooh. a lot of I'm having a lot of fun with this man. That's good. Yeah. I'm absolutely I loving enjoy this. Enjoying where it should have gone. It's uh, it's a better. I mean, there's flaws. Well. Every movie slash comic slash story has those. But there's there's definitely this one's flaws. Definitely better than what we got. And I like the route they're taking with Kylo Ren instead of uh, the way they did. You know, I mean, it's the whole. I enjoy that they fleshed out the Knights of Ren. Yeah, that's that's a uh, nice feature right there. Yeah, and I, I, dude, I love that. Uh, one dude has the dark saber. I think that's so that, cool. That's very cool. Very cool. All right, man. Uh, sorry, I got a little long-winded with that. I'm just having a lot of fun with it. All right. So, yeah, I've been going zany. I've been going crazy with my comics lately. Old I'm school, loving crazy, it. All over the place. I'm loving it. Well, well I apologize because I'm going back to reality. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nope. It's Ghostbusters. Nope. Uh, all right. This was released last week. Avengers Curse. Of demand the mummy thing, what? I love Swamp Thing. Yeah, let's be honest. Man Thing is Marvel's is, 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 equivalent yeah. of the Swamp Thing. To the point, there's been speculations that the guy who created Man Thing and the guy who created Swamp Thing were roommates, and they just copied each other. Bingo, bango, bango. Two iconic characters. Bingo, bango. Here we go. It says who or what. Is the horror, and we got a comic book cover of the Man Thing. I, I think Man Thing looks more intimidating than Swamp Thing. He's got like he's almost like a he's got a tusk. He's almost elephant like. I think the reason why he's more intimidating to not just the tusk, but I could hear Swamp Thing when I could I could hear him. Swamp Thing doesn't talk. Like oh wait wait sorry, Swamp Thing talks. Yeah. Man Thing does not talk. Exactly like. Yeah. So we, we we see the comic cover here. We got Man Thing sitting there, and we got Captain America, Captain Marvel, uh, Black Panther. Not to be called She, Hulk, and uh, I think we got uh, I can't. Oh, that's Thor. So, in this comic, it starts off with uh, the Avengers: Black Panther, Captain Marvel, the Hulk. 
Thor, Ghost Rider, Captain America, Blade, Iron Man, Earth's mightiest heroes. Together they have fought against evil and saved the world countless times, countless times. The Man-Thing, a strange, silent, supernatural swamp creature who guards the interdimensional portal known as the nexus of all realities. Those who know fear will burn at his touch. So this comic's going to tell us about the new threat. Plans to use the Swamp God's unique powers to burn the entire world. That sounds awful. That sounds like a bad time. Can the Avengers stop this nightmare, or will the heroes burn with fear? So it starts off with uh, we get a, a shot of the substratum, and there's this uh, mythical being, and uh, she's with a mythical council of elders, and she basically just houses them, says, you know, I'm going to do this. Um, the world and the people have destroyed the planet. Uh, there's this creature, the Man-Thing. I can use him to just destroy everything. The uh, Man-Thing, he gives his backstory from day one, how he, eh, kind of the same as Swamp Thing. He was a scientist. Something happened. He used a super soldier serum, but uh, it didn't fit. Yeah. And he got in a car crash. You know, uh, fell into a swamp. The swamp uh, nutrients transformed him into the man thing uh so bingo bango bongo we got this man thing creature bingo bango i'm fun bucket and uh you know uh basically we see this uh this 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 being that we were introduced earlier all right she's got like tats everywhere they're like red tattoos she's got white hair she basically meets the man thing and she just strips him of his being. She's got his skin in her hand because she's got that power. She just, like, deprives him Foreskin? of— Foreskin? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, skin. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, you know. But uh, she's killed him, basically. And now throughout the world we're getting these, like, mushroom fungi buildings across the world kind of like uh the last of us uh, i didn't read that book but maybe it's, it's a video game okay uh but they're turning it into a tv show that's going to be on hbo uh it's kind of like a zombie thing okay but instead of anything like chemical related or anything like that it's actually a fungi so the zombies have like they're like covered in mushrooms and stuff okay and these mushrooms are taking over the yeah uh, sorry it could kind of be like that that's, it could yeah. also be like the happening. No, There's, I don't think you, anything's like the happening. No, the happening with Mark Wahlberg. What's happening? It was great. I tell you, uh, he he knew that it was going to be a good vibration. <sighs> so either way, uh, we got Brooklyn, New York, and we got these people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, check this this monstrosity of a mushroom out. We're gonna get our pictures with it. We're gonna get selfies." Blah 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 blah. You know, that's what kids do. And this guy touches the thing, and he just bursts into flames. Woo! Because, you know... It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Very yeah. hot. So it cuts over and we get Wakanda. And they got they got a mushroom growing out. And, uh, you know, T'Challa's like, we, yeah, we got to do something about this. So they gather the Avengers. This is where we learn that, uh, you know, 
they're going to go off to certain areas of the world to investigate these giant mushrooms. And uh, uh, we learn that She-Hulk, which is just called Hulk, and she's kind of like more primordial and uh, savage, kind of like the normal Hulk. Okay. So she's lost her kind of humanity, and she's more Hulk-like. Uh, her and Thor are an item. So Thor's, you know, he's he's telling her like, be careful, because you know. Oh, I saw that. That was uh, played by China. Yeah. 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 But comic book form, not not uh, movie X, form. X videos form. Yeah, that's all right though. So they do their thing, and uh, you know, we got Captain America. He's fighting them off. Uh, she Hulk. She's with Captain America. Sorry, Hulk. She's fighting them off. With Captain America. They're doing. The, it's like uh, it's kind of funny because. I just watched Kong versus Godzilla, and there's, like, these beings that are in the Middle Earth, I guess you'd call them. They, they kind of look like bats but vultures, and these things very much resemble that. So they're doing the thing. All of a sudden, all these weeds and incumbent Captain America gets taken away. And Hulk, she's, like, trying to do her thing, and all of a sudden, Captain America, he's, like, in this primordial swamp. And he's like, I don't know what's going on, but he's in, he's, he's fine. And then all of a sudden, we get all the other people that try to be Captain America. We get John Walker. We get Nuke. We get uh, uh, Bucky. We get uh, U.S. Agent. All these people, and they're trying to, like, haunt him. Like, hey, you were Captain America. Now I want to be Captain America. But we realize that these are his nightmares. And uh, this swamp creature will take you in and try to haunt you with your past indiscretions. And, you know, do do its thing. So Dude, this we, is weird. Yeah, it's all over the place. Wow. So then we see She-Hulk. She's doing her thing. We get Blade. He's doing his thing. Iron Man, Captain Marvel. They're trying to kill this, uh, I guess, these mushrooms that are just causing chaos. So then it, uh, it crosses over. We get the girl that encompassed the man thing. And uh, she's kind of trying to say that, you know, the whole world has wronged her, so she wants to wrong the world by encompassing Man-Thing and just taking it over. And then Captain America runs into the gentleman who was a man before he became Man-Thing. So it's kind of like very Swamp Thing-esque. Uh, and it, uh, it, it kind of ends with T'Challa and Captain Marvel trying to... Uh, encompass the people around them to calm down so they don't, you know, uh, go to a, a chaos effect. And then, and then we get uh, we see Steve Rogers with uh, Man Thing, who's in human form. He's in the the realm of the Man Thing, and uh, it ends with him saying, uh, I, "I didn't create Man Thing. I am just Man Thing." And it says Spider-Man, Curse of the Man thing. That's the next issue. So this is going to be an ongoing series. It was Avengers, Curse of the Man thing. Next issue is going to be Spider-Man, Curse of the Man thing. So we're going to see where this goes. Whoa. It's all over the place. All over the place. Will, when does the next uh, Last Ronin come out? Uh, I haven't looked, actually, to be honest with you. I have issue one. I have issue two. Waiting for issue three. Yeah. How many issues is that run going to be? I think they said five. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is uh, 
One for each turtle, probably one for April or Splinter or Casey. So, dude, I'm uh, I'm pumped for that. That was good. I like that one a lot. That was uh, really weird, really different. Not something that you would normally cover, too. All over the place. I mean, I like Swamp Thing, Man Thing. Like, he, like not too long ago, they did R.L. Stein, Man Thing thing, and it was awful. It was garbage. I don't remember that. Oh, it was terrible. R.L. Stein yeah. did Man Thing? Yeah, it was bad. Really? It was, like, teeny and just, like, bad jokes. This has a Swamp Thing feel to it. But it is definitely all over the place, so I'm interested to see where the other heroes fall in line with Man Thing. Okay. Um, we'll see where it goes. You know, it could be garbage. It could be great. You're so, my Man Thing. You know, Man Thing. I mean, if if his tusk is as long as his members, he's pleasing a lot of people. <laughs> Gonna say that his tusks are like seriously longer than a receipt from CVS. Yeah, why are those receipts so long? I couldn't tell you because they hate nature and hate trees. I don't know. Oh well, man, thing's all about that. He loves nature. I so does Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing definitely loves nature. Dude, Swamp Thing and Man Thing could get together and just scissor each other all fucking day and night. You think they put pirate caps on? Just go, oh, scissor me timbers? I think so. I bet uh, yeah. Swamp Thing will come with a uh, little eye patch. Man Thing will show up with a stub. Yeah, he would. Man Thing would definitely have a hook. Swamp Thing, a hook? Or a yeah. peg leg. At yeah. least a peg leg. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Swamp Thing would be all like, oh, scissor me timbers. And Man Thing would be like, oh, Now, do you think Adrian Barbeau would be watching? Adrian Barbeau would be watching tits out, man. Have you have you heard this uh, anomaly with the Swamp Thing movie? Wes Craven's Swamp Thing? Uh, is it about the rating and the well, fact that there was nudity in it? Well, some have it, some don't. It's crazy. You don't even know what you're getting. You could get Swamp Thing on digital video disc, and you could get Adrian Barbeau's breasts, or you could get Swamp Thing on digital video disc and not get Adrian Barbeau's breasts. That you is don't a know. gamble. I know. That wow. is quite a gamble. Talk about... Winning the lottery or not, you know? I recently watched Re- Swamp Thing Returns with Heather Locklear. It's not bad. I actually I, prefer it's it. It's fucking awesome. I, it's not bad. Those kids, it's when they're bantering. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're not. It is that's so better. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I like a lot of shit, and uh, that is definitely up there. I, hey, man, I had a lot of fun with you today. Kudos, sir. Kudos, indeed. Uh, yeah. Love all around. How you leaving us today? I'm going to leave us with uh, a little thing called uh, I Got the Touch. I got the power! Yeah! Yeah! Now this is podcasting! Guys, we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours, and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're gonna have to come up with a plan. Hey, 
Why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky-looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa. Doors? Like an exit door? Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second. These doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it. And this one says Beware Zombies. That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Mm. Tough call. Mm. I got an idea. On three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, hello there. Damn, that's scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long-form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn That Scary, new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.